Glory to God. Friday night, going to church. Huh. How many would have thought that would have been true a few years ago, huh? Aren't you glad that it is? Aren't you glad that this is what's important on Friday night? You know, whether you're here in the building, you're watching online, you're in Sarasota. God's a good God. I know there's lots of things going on. Are you guys cold? No? Okay. It seemed a little cold when I walked in, but I'm kind of a sissy sometimes. I'd rather sweat than be cold any day of my life. That's just me. I won't ever ask Rick if he's cold. He worked in a freezer for about way too many years. He's not cold till about 30. Thank you, Lord. Well, let's open our Bibles tonight to uh, Acts 10.38. And we're going to look at uh, the goodness of God, the healing of God. We're going to look at different things of God. You know, as you're looking into healing, you look to the healer. You know, too many times we get caught looking for the gift instead of for the giver. And, and if we'll focus our eyes on the giver, the gift's always there where he's at, right? It's always there with him, and, and he had it for you before you went to get it. So he's not withholding anything from us. He's giving things to us. But they're gifts, and how we acquire them is like a gift. You don't acquire them by works. You don't acquire them by knowledge. You don't acquire them by any other way than receive them. And so learning to receive in in this day and age is kind of hard because we've spent so much time in our life trading. You know, if you'll do this, I'll do this. If you give me that, I'll give you that. God said, I'll give you this, and I'll take that. (laughs) Because he's saying, what I'm giving you is life, and I'm taking away death. I'm giving you light, and I'm taking away darkness. Amen? Because he's a good God, and that's what he does. And so... In Acts 10.38, it talks about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing. Do you, do you know that healing is always put with good? Healing is good. Amen. And Jesus, Jesus said in Matthew 7 that if you know how to give good gifts to your kids... And we're not God, right? We're, we're children of God, and we're growing, and we're going to become more like God as we grow. But, but we're not God. And, and if we know, I mean, my, my daughter, she could not complain one bit because she got stuff. She saw the goodness of Dave all her life. And I actually had to quit sometimes because God said, stop it. She needs to learn how to believe. But she saw the goodness of Dave. And if I'm that good, how much more good, how, many, how much more will he give good things to those who ask him? You know, asking is the, pre, is the prelude to receiving. Amen? It's the music that starts right before you grab. Amen? It's the prelude. And so what, what we want to do is always get ourselves in a condition, in a place where it's easy for he's already easy to give he's already given amen look at look at look at uh, matthew um matthew 9 
35. Matthew 9, 35. He's a good God. Amen? And He wants our bodies well. He wants our minds well. He wants our spirit, He wants a spirit, soul, and body to be whole. Amen? You know, so many people uh, want to get part, part of it, but His grace has provided for all facets of our life. And, and, and when we only receive parts of it, then we're not actually using our faith for everything He gave it to us for. Because faith is to acquire the things grace gave to us. Amen? Glory to God. Where did I say to go? Matthew 9. It said, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease. How many, how many sicknesses and disease did he heal? Every. every. Now, when he went to the cross... When he, when, he was, when he had stripes on his back and he went to the cross and he went to the belly of the earth and he was raised again, he healed every sickness and every disease. Jesus accomplished this physically on the earth and then accomplished it for good through the, through the cross and the work of the cross. Yep. Amen? The, these are things that are now ours every day. Healing is not something we're waiting on. It's, some, it's a gift we're receiving. Amen? And, 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 it's, and, and it's not a matter of can we have it. It's a matter of will we have it. Will we have it? Because so many times I've been the only thing keeping me back from getting God's best. You guys ever been there? I'm just using me because I know you guys don't get there. But if I use me, you won't get there, right? Because, you know, you'll say, well, Dave's messed up. Let's don't be like Dave. Right? And so we won't do that. But then, then you look at, at, the, at the ministry of Jesus, and he, and he healed blind people. He healed lame people. He cast out devils. He raised the dead. He did the good works and relieved people of the, of the Satan. Yeah. He relieved them of what? Sickness is of the devil. Yeah. Right? right? The oppression is devilish. And it wasn't put here by God. He doesn't use it. He doesn't use it on you to give it to you to teach you anything. If you get it on your own, He may say, you know, you shouldn't do that. Right? That's what I did as a parent when, when Ramsey would mess up. I'd say, you know, you might not want to do that again. Why? Because she already learned from the mistake. I don't. But I told her she shouldn't do it before she made the mistake. And God always tells us we shouldn't do that. You ever, ever, ever notice that every time something like that happens in your life, you say, I knew I should have. You did, too. Right? right? Yeah. Because, because the Holy Spirit's in us telling us and guiding us, and there was something in us, See, even if it was way, way deep in there, it said, don't do that. Amen? And, and then, so he went through, and then he gave, the, the, the apostles came out. Look, look at um, Acts 3 while I'm talking. Acts 3.1. And, and, and he gave them the name of Jesus. He gave them the very heart of God. And he gave them the ministry of Jesus. And with the ministry, with the name of Jesus came the ministry of Jesus. When you operate in the name of Jesus, you're the righteousness of God in Jesus. Amen? So when you operate righteously, you have to do it through Jesus. You don't have a righteousness. You, you know that nobody in here deserves to be healed? Right? 
But, but we were given healing. We didn't deserve to be saved, but we were given salvation. And salvation is our healing. And, and it's, not, it's not something we're trying to deserve because you don't have to. Jesus deserved it for us. He was worthy. He was worthy to, to take our punishment, and He was raised from the dead. And, and because of that, we don't have to have that punishment. We don't have to be sick. We don't have to be broke. We don't have to be without joy or without peace. We can have all the goodness of God at all times. Amen? Where was I saying? Acts 3? Acts 3. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they'd laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask for alms of them that entered. Well, he's about to get an alm, isn't he? Amen? Who's seeing Peter and John about to go in to the temple, ask an alm. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something. Always expect to receive something. Anytime you come to church, anytime you wake up, you're talking to God, always expect to receive something. God is a constant giver. He'll give you wisdom in the middle of the night. He'll, he'll, he will give you peace in the middle of a storm. He, he's a constant giver. Amen. And, and he doesn't quit. And he gave heed expecting to receive something of them. And Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. We used to sing this song at Bible school. Did you guys? Right? Silver and gold have I none. Okay. My mom taught it to us. Yeah. The name of Jesus. Well, now go back. This is that's the important part. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. What did he have? He had the name of Jesus. He had the name above all names, the name by which all man must be saved. Literally, that means must be healed, must be rescued, must be delivered. That name is above all names, and by that name and through that name and by faith in that name, rise up and walk. And he grabbed him by the hand, and and he he lifted him up. And And his feet and ankles began receive strength. And he began leaping and shouting and praising God, which is the other part of the song, right, Kevin? <laughs> leaping and praising, le- walking and leaping and praising God. Yeah, it was the song. If you went to Bible school, you had to sing it. Eat, eat your cheap cookies, drink your red Kool-Aid, and sing this song. And they were good. Amen? But through the name of Jesus, look, go down to verse 16. Peter, they start praising the wrong thing, and Peter stops them. Peter stops them and says, no, 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 no. You don't go to verse 16. He said, you don't understand. The, the, the prince of life who, who you killed, and his name through faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom you see and know. The faith which is by him hath given him perfect soundness in the presence of you all. The faith in the name of Jesus. The name of... And and see, that's where... Think about this. If you talk about somebody and they're a good man, right? They have a good name. You know, you talk about something, they say, man, they're a good man. They do good stuff. And rarely do you say... They're a good man, but you got to watch because they'll get mean on you, right? 
They're a good man, but sometimes they'll put sickness on you. See, what, what, what the devil wants to do is misrepresent the name of Jesus, misrepresent the name of God. Uh, he, wants, he wants us to, th- to devalue it. Right? So, so religion and tradition has jumped in with all this, and, and it's made it to where there's confusion, right? And misrepresentation. Because God's good. If something good didn't happen, it wasn't God. Amen? And, and so we look at the name, and, 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 we, and we believe in the power. That word, that, that word name, the name of the Lord, that represents His authority and His character. So, so this man recognized the authority and the character of God right then and there through the name of Jesus. The authority and character. And see, some people know the, the authority. They say, oh, God, he's got all authority. He can do anything. But they don't know his character. The character of God is good. He's a healing, faithful, awesome God. He is, he, he's always looking out for our good, for our best. He's always looking to do good things in our life. He's a good God. Amen? And, and His name represents the goodness of God. And the ministry of Jesus and the name of Jesus, by that name, healing is there. Healing is in that name. Peace is in that name. Love is that name. Amen. Amen? And, and when we operate by that name and we begin to look at things right, our receivers get better. The, the, what, the way we receive, our faith to receive. Why? Because we begin to know He wants us to have that. He's a good God. He has that for me. Amen? He, he's bought and paid for that, and He's a faithful God. He purchased my salvation. Through the blood of Jesus Christ. And He's a good God. Amen? And He desires me to be well. And then the devil will try to play chess. say, well, you did this and you did that. You don't get it by works. Right? You don't, you don't get it because of who you are. we got too many people thinking because of who they are. They, they, there's people in the church that have gotten so familiar with churchy things, right? We know the lingo, you know, I can do all things through Christ who shrinks me. Can you now? It is truth, but that's a pat answer. In other words, that, didn't, that, came, that came out of your pat answer religious heart, not the strength that's in your heart. The name of the Lord is our strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they're inaccessible. That, that's what that word means, safe. Inaccessible. When we, when we join our faith into that name, and, and we become inaccessible to the enemy. He, he no longer has the power to come on us and over us and oppress us because we are walking in the authority and character of God. Amen? Because now we know His character. We don't doubt His goodness. We don't doubt whether He wants us well. He wants us well. There's no doubt about it. Amen? And by faith, we reach in and grab those things. But by faith, we have to believe first. Amen? Look at uh, Hebrews 11.6. Whew, this is good. I like it. I like it. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews 11.6 said, But without, without faith, 
It is impossible to please Him. Who? God. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is and must believe that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. I was looking at this verse today and I just kept looking at it. We've read this verse a lot. Everybody's very familiar with this verse, right? And all, the God, all of a sudden God said, read this like I'm saying it. Read this like I'm saying it. And so, in other words, take it to the first person, right? All right, so it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please me. For he that comes to me must believe that I am. Must believe that I am. The same I am that Moses met in the wilderness. He must believe that I am. I am a faithful God. I am the Almighty God. I am the God that created the heavens and the earth. I am a good God. What's he saying? You need to believe in my character. You need to believe that, that I'm so much that, that, that I am is good enough because it encompasses everything that I am. Amen? And he said, you must believe that I am and you must believe that I am a rewarder. I'm a good God. I'm a rewarder. You you got to believe in the I am. What's what's he saying? You got to believe in my name. Yep. You got to believe in the name of God. He told Moses. He said Moses said, "Who do I tell him that?" that said, he said, "You tell him the I am. That the I am. <laughs> Why? Because that's all he needed. That was his name, and that's what he's saying. He said, "You need to believe." That I am. And what's he saying? You need to believe in my character, in my goodness. You need to believe in my faithfulness. You need to believe in my, in my peace and my joy. You need to believe that I am love and that I cannot fail. Amen? And, and as we believe those things, and, and we can do, I didn't change the Bible because God wrote the Bible. All I did was take it into the first person and read it, but from the person that wrote it. The I am wrote it. And he said, without faith, it's impossible to please me because you have to believe in the I am. You have to believe that I am. Amen? And that, there's power in that. Remember when Jesus was in the garden and they came to get him? And they, they, he said, who do you seek? And they said his name, Jesus of Nazareth. And he said, I am. Boom. Why? Because I am is authority and power. I am is the character of God. I, you can't stand before the I am without having, a, without being a we be. Right? He am, so we be. Glory to God. And when you're a we be, you can stand with the I am because you be healed. You be faithful. You be justified. You be righteous. Amen? Through the I am. Through the name of God, we have all these things. And we have healing in that name. In the book of Exodus, he said, I am the Lord that healeth you. I am. What's he doing? He's giving himself another name. I am the Lord that healeth you. So when the I am is your am, you have healing. Because he's the Lord that healeth you. Glory to God. He's the Lord that takes care of us. He's the Lord that we're seeking after. And if you go back to that verse, it says, I'm a rewarder of who? Those that diligently seek healing. No. 
Those that diligently seek prosperity. No. Those that diligently seek joy, peace. No. Those that diligently seek Him. If you're looking for the gift, find the giver. Right? If I said, I have something for you, and you went looking for Miss Diane, you'd never get the gift I had. Now, she might get you some really good cookies. And that would suffice you for a while. But you might want the gift that I say I have for you. Well, God has gifts for us. Amen? And He desires us to have them. And healing is one of those gifts. And every time somebody sought Jesus, every, somebody, every time somebody found Him, when you seek, you will find. Every time somebody found Jesus, healing happened. Amen? Look at Matthew 9, verse 27. This is good. This is better than it was when I was studying it. Thank you, Lord. Verse 27 says, And Jesus departed thence. Don't know where thence is, but he was headed there. (laughs) Two blind men followed him, crying. What are they doing? Calling out. Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The same word means healed, rescued, delivered. Amen? Glory to God. So as, as, as Jesus, the two men called out for him, what did they say? Thou son of David. What are they doing? They're calling his name. Thou son of David, have mercy. And not only that, they're calling and asking. Seeking and asking. They're getting ready to find. Amen? They, they sought, they called, now they're asking, they're saying, show kindness towards us. That's literally what that means. Show us your kindness. And the word kindness actually is the goodness also. So what's he saying? He's saying, we're looking for your goodness. What are they doing? They're diligently seeking the goodness of God. Right? They're diligently seeking the good God. They don't just want the goodness. They want the God of the goodness. Right? You can't get the goodness without the God of the goodness. You got a whole world out there trying to get good without God. You can't have it. They're inseparable. The goodness of God is the glory of God. Remember Moses hid in the cleft of the rock and the goodness of God passed by him. Which was the glory, because Moses said, show me your glory. And, 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 he, and God said, I can't show you that. He said, you, you hide in the cleft of the rock and I'll allow my goodness to pass before you. Amen. You can't separate the goodness of God from God. You want to seek God, you'll find goodness. You want to seek God, you'll find health. You want to seek God, you'll find every benefit of salvation, forgiveness, healing. What? What, what do you need? It's the goodness of God. It's, it's the, it is the benefits of, of grace. And by faith, we receive them. Amen? And they called out his name, Son of David, and they asked for mercy. Mercy of God is the love of God. They asked for something that comes right from the heart of God. They said, we want your kindness. Kindness is, comes from here. Kindness isn't an act. It's something you have, and then an act happens. You know, people, people say do random acts of kindness. Not possible. You have to be kind first to do an act of kindness. Right? <laughs> So you got mean people trying to be kind. Mean people can't be kind. 
It would would merely be an act, right, of kindness because it's not kindness. It would be like an act of love. An act of love should only come from love. And so to call it love, it would have to come from love. An act of kindness, to call it kindness, would have to come from a kind heart. That's why our hearts are being renewed. That's why our hearts were born again. That's why we became new creatures in Christ, so that we could operate in kindness and love in the, in, the, in the characteristics and qualities of our Father. Amen? That was extra. That wasn't even in there. Right? And when, and when he was come to the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe? What's he saying? Believe you that I'm able to do this? What what's the, what what'd the first 11, 6 just say? It takes faith to please God. First thing you got to do is believe. And he said, Do you believe that I am that I am is able to do it. Do you believe that I am able to do this? The I am is right there in the house. Amen? I am able to do this. And they said unto him, Yea, Lord. Yea, Lord. In other words, yes, you can. Not only can you, you will. Amen? How do I know they thought that? Because the, we have record. Right? They said, Yea, Lord. Next thing that happened... He touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, right? He didn't say, according to my power. He didn't say, according to, to that because I'm the Son of God. He didn't say any of those things. He said, according to your faith, be it unto you. He didn't say, receive your sight. He didn't say any. You know, they never mentioned their sight. If you look back at these scriptures, they never mentioned their sight. Of course, they were blind, so what they get? They got what the I am had. Whatever they needed. They needed sight. Now, I am the healer. Said, according to your faith, what were they believing for? Well, the next verse tells you. And their eyes were open. So according to their faith, which they were believing for their eyes to be open, because that's what happened, that's what happened. Amen? When we call on the name of the Lord, we should expect to receive from the name of the Lord, from the authority and character of His heart. We need to get straight how the heart of God works. He took His only Son and He gave Him for you and me. Our value is so vast that if we don't think of it that way, if we think, well, He would withhold this, if He won't withhold Jesus, Brother Morris said this, a thousand times probably. If he wasn't going to, he's not going to withhold anything from you. And he didn't because through Jesus, he gave everything. Amen? And, and, and to receive health is to receive salvation. To be saved and, and, and ask Jesus into your life. You're asking the name of God, the ministry of Jesus, the works and ways of God, the, the character of God into you. And He changes us body, soul, and spirit. And the very, the very spirit that, that is born again is in the body that's healed. People say, well, that's just, that's just a spiritual healing. You know, most people's spirits aren't sick after they get saved. Right? They're, 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 they're new. Right? And, and healing is for the body. Yes, you needed healing. So He saved you. Spirit, soul, and body. Amen? And, and these people needed eyesight. 
And that's what they got. Amen? And, and, and to do these things, you know, these are the things that we got to stay, we got to stay looking to God like a little kid. You know, everybody wonders, they see somebody come forward and they just got saved and two days after they got saved, they get a healing. And everybody goes, man, I've been saved for 15 years and I, I'm, I'm not, and I'm sick. I've been asking God to heal me. Well, God already healed you, first of all. And that's what, but that's what we get into. We get into this thing and we don't, we, you know, of course we're a faith church and we don't want to believe that we've got any tradition, but we've got buzzwords. We've, we've got things. I'm believing, I'm believing. And Brother Moore's talked about that. And, and I'm waiting on the manifestation. That's great. Wait on the, but, but believe. And we, we gotta, we gotta find that space in there where our faith doesn't stop. You know, when, when, when you hear somebody say, well, I'm just waiting on the manifestation, what are they really saying? Well, I'm still sick, but I'm waiting to be well. Right? And, 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 and there's things that we do, that, and, and I think what happens is we, we, we become so familiar with the things in the church, or what we would call Jesus, just like they did in his hometown. Right? In his hometown, he couldn't do anything. You know, in one place he said, he said, you know, I'm pretty sure there were way more widows in where it was Sarepta or wherever it was called, Syrup, yeah, that, that, that place, <laughs> than the one that God sent Elijah to. I'm sure there were more. In other words, there were some Jewish widows that God didn't send Moses to. Why? They, they were they were too familiar, right? We're 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 Jewish. We get you know we're entitled. Do you know entitled people get nothing, right? <laughs> entitled people, what they'll do is they'll get the best gift God has and they'll run off with it and they'll spend it on nothing and they'll come back, right? First son, the youngest son, prodigal son, he came and he said, I want. My inheritance now. What's he saying? I'm entitled to that. I want it now. So he got what he was entitled to. He went out and wasted it because entitled people have no wisdom. Right? Right. They don't know how to receive. They only know how to take. He took what he was entitled to have. The other son was working for what he wanted to get, and he wasn't getting anything either. Right? But when the one came back, and finally the, the prodigal son, he came back, he said, I'm not worthy. And what did the dad say? He didn't even listen to him. He said, get a ring, get a robe, my son's back. He, he did, you don't, on our worst day, on our worst day, we will never not be his sons. On our best day, we will never be worthy without Jesus. On your, you, when you go through, man, man, I was doing the works today, man. I was loving people. I loved some people. I gave some money away. I, I was singing loud on the front row, worked in children's, signed up to volunteer for this. Your best day. You don't deserve it. You get it. Right. Amen. So, so the, the second son got no, he, he, he'd have been better off to be entitled, and at least he could have wasted it. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. 
That was like a Davism. Don't, don't get that get that one out of there. I don't even know where we how we got over there. Go to, go to Matthew 15. Let's look at some more healing. We, we, you know, he, he said, I'm sure that there was more people than Naaman that had leprosy. But yet, Elisha went to Naaman. There was people in Israel that had leprosy that didn't get. Why? Because you don't get it through entitlement. You don't get salvation through entitlement. Salvation comes through the blood of Jesus. You were purchased. You humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and He'll exalt you. You exalt yourself, you don't get in. Right? And when you're believing for healing, it's great to know your Scriptures, but it's not faith in faith that heals you. It's faith in the name of Jesus. It's faith in the God who heals you. It's faith in the I Am. Amen? And yes, put that word in you because that builds faith in the I am. The word of God shows the characteristics of God and the plan of God and his love for us. And it shows what he did through the work of Jesus on the cross and through burial and death, burial and resurrection. It shows all those things and will build faith in you to receive everything that he has for you. If you believe that he is or I am, and you believe that I am a rewarder of those who diligently seek me. Amen? Because the other thing we get to doing is we get to seeking the gift too hard. And I know being sick stinks. Don't get me wrong. And it will cause you to seek the gift really hard. But if we get it in our head before anything ever happens, before one symptom happens, that we always will seek the giver. We'll seek the giver because the giver has the gift. The giver has the gift. He, he went about doing good and healing all that oppressed the devil. We don't have to look, right? Remember, everybody that found Jesus found healing, right? There were people that found Jesus, but they, didn't, they weren't looking for him. They were looking for something else, and they didn't get anything. But the ones that were looking for something, they got it. Amen? Matthew 15, verse 22, and says, And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Now, this is a woman of Canaan. This is like name. This is not somebody that the Jewish people would have said should receive from God. And in fact, Jesus bore witness to that. Amen. It says, Behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried and called unto him. Cried means called. And remember, every time, Romans 10, 13, Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be healed, shall be delivered, shall be saved, shall be rescued. Amen? She called on the name. She said, O Lord. She said, she called unto him saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. Then she, said, then she told him what she, want, he want, she wanted. She asked for what she was seeking. She sought him. She asked for what she wanted. She said, my daughter is grievously vexed of a devil. But he answered, not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, send her away. She, she calls after us. He answered and said, I am not sent, but, to, but unto the lost sheep of Israel. Now, that sounds really mean, right? But it wasn't. It was truth. It was truth. But we receive according to our faith. Amen? So, so faith's always in play. 
You know, that's why, think about Naaman. He's a good example. He almost lost his healing through entitlement. Because when he sent Gehazi to to talk to him, the first thing he said was, you mean you send a a helper to come talk to me? and You couldn't come yourself? Do you not know who I am? You ain't nobody unless you know the I am. Amen? When you know the I am, you be somebody. Glory to God. And healing happens to that person who humbles. And he finally, the, 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 the helper, his helper said, humble yourself. You know, this could still work. You, sh- you should humble yourself. And he did. And he did exactly what he was told to do. And because he humbled himself, not because he washed in the dirty river, he humbled himself and was obedient to the word of God. And he was healed. Dirty water in the river doesn't heal you. God does. The I am healed him. Amen. How'd they get over there? He answered not a word. His disciple, uh, no, we're back, we're going down. He said, I'm not shut, I'm not sent but unto the lost sheep of Israel. Then she came, then came she and worshiped him. That word worship, this will interest you. That means to adore and reverence like a dog licking their master's hand. Literally says that in the Strong's and Gordons. Like a dog. And, and why is that so? Because the very next thing Jesus says after she worshipped him and said, Help me, Lord. And he said, It's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Huh? Now, she's not ashamed to be called a dog. You know, if you're in the right house, dog ain't a bad thing to be. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you right now, you know, my dad, he's gone to heaven now. But every dog he ever had lived the best life. And I'll, and I'll guarantee you, Mrs. Moore's two little puppies, they won the doggy lottery. Amen? And, and so you get in the right place, you're going to have a good life. But, but, but what he's saying is he's saying I'm, it's, not, it's not okay to take what the children are supposed to be eating and give it to the dogs. And what's he, what's he saying? There's children. Children have something that's theirs. We are children, and we can receive as children, not because we're children, as children. Amen? It's, it's for us because He's made us to be the righteousness of God in Christ. So we can have it, but this is children's bread, and don't care. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat the, crumb, eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Now what's she saying? She, she called him master just now. She's been licking his hand, right? She's been licking the master's hand. Now she said, if I can just get under the table, I'll get more than enough to, get, to receive what you have. Amen? I don't need to sit at the table. Just let me around the table. Right? And she got full access right then. He said, oh, daughter. What? What did he say? Wait, what's the next verse? Oh, there, oh, woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thy will. What's he saying? Exactly what your heart believes you have right now. Why? Because by faith she sought him. She, she knew what he had, but she sought him to get what he had. The children's bread was healing. 
And she sought him to get to the children's bread. You don't seek the children's bread. You, che- you seek the father of the children. Amen? You seek to be at the table, around the table, get to where the bread is, because the giver of the bread. Jesus said in the book of John, I am the bread of life. Yeah. You, you look at all the I am's in the Bible, and there, there's a lot of I am's. And what's he saying? This is my name. I'm the bread of life. If you, if you eat from me, you'll have life. Glory to God. And, and, and as you seek the things that Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God, the, the name above all names, when you seek that, you begin to get into the authority and character of God, and you begin to have what those things have purchased. Right? Because now you believe He is. He is faithful. He is just. He is good. He is almighty. He is the creator of heaven and earth. He is my Father, and He loves me. The I Am loves me. Glory to God. And, and he, is, he, he is the I am that healeth me. Amen. And she got, she, she received from the I am. Glory to God. Exactly what she asked for. Not just because she did. Why did she refuse not? Because she had faith that he was. And she had faith that he was a rewarder of those who would not stop. Amen. Not, not quitting is the answer to, as Brother Moore would say, a thousand and one situations. The people say, wonder why I didn't, li- wonder why I didn't make it through that. Cause you quit. Right. Yeah. Same reason I didn't make it. I quit. Yeah. Right. Quitting is the number one, it is the reason why Christians don't succeed. It's not the number one, it's the reason. Yes. When we don't succeed, we quit. Because if we don't quit, we're, 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 what we've said it before recently, we're already walking with victory. So if you don't quit, victory gonna happen. Amen? I mean, y'all, we got it. We don't have to wait for victory. We have victory through Jesus Christ. Amen? Glory to God. How am I going to close this? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We'll find a way. One more, one more healing scripture, right? Amen. Luke 12. No, go to Luke 7. Sorry. Go a different way. Luke 7, sword of the centurion, centurion servant, starting verse 1. We'll read it. We'll read it through, but I'll, I'll, I'll try not to stop and so many times. Now, when he had ended the sayings in the audience of all the people, of the people, he entered into Capernaum. And a certain centurion servant who was dear unto him was sick and ready to die. And when he heard of Jesus, what did he heard? How's faith come? By hearing. Amen? And, and when this man got faith, he got faith. I mean, because he heard about Jesus and immediately put him together with what he was. Amen? When, when people tell you to go, you go. When people tell me to go, I go. When I tell people to stay, they stay. When you tell... What's he saying? I, I understand authority and character. Amen? Amen. And, and he said, when he heard of Jesus, he sent unto the elders of the Jew, beseeching them that he would come. Who went? The Jewish people. The centurion still hasn't met Jesus at this point. Would come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they besought him instantly, saying that he was worthy. Was he worthy? No, later on he told he said he wasn't. And he was right. Jesus is worthy. We have Jesus. We're worthy through Jesus. 
We've been made worthy through Jesus. He's our advocate with the Father. Any worthiness you have, you have because of that name. Amen? You're walking in the authority and the character of God through that name. Amen? You're receiving the goodness of God through that name. We're made just by Him. Glory to God. It was worthy for Him to do, that He should do this. For He loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. Works. Think, think, think that's going to impress God? It's not why Jesus went. Jesus was being led by the Spirit of God. Jesus went because the Spirit of God told Him to go ahead. Amen? Then Jesus went with them, and when He was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends. Now, there's another account of this in Matthew where it looks like the centurion himself went. Why? Because if the centurion sends somebody, he's sending his word. And so it's the very same thing as him being there. When God sent his word and healed you and saved you from all your destructions, he, he sent his very person. And his word came through the person of Jesus Christ. And healing happened through his word because why? He's the I am. The I am sent his word and healed you and saved you from all your destructions. Amen. The centurion sent friends to him saying to him, Lord, trouble not thyself for I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. But say, or whether, uh, wherefore neither thought I myself worthy to come to you. In other words, I sent people because I'm not worthy to come to you. You know, people say, well, but he's just talking bad about himself. No, he's talking about what he knows. And he's humbling himself. He's a centurion. He could have said, hey, I'm a centurion. I'm, I'm over hundreds. I, I, I rule them, and, and I tell them what to do, and I can have you arrested right now, brother. And he could have done all that. He's, no, he humbled himself. Well, who gets the grace? How, how, did the, how did the Syrophoenician lady get hold of hers? She humbled her. He, called, he said, I'm not giving my food, the bread to the dog. And she humbled herself. She said, I don't want the food from the table. Just give me the crumbs. Yeah. Right. The humble get the grace. Yes. Amen? He said, neither am I worthy. But say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. What's he saying? He said, I know who you are. I know I've heard your name. I've, I've heard what you do, and I've gotten faith by hearing what's, what's happened through your ministry and because of who you are. And I know who you are, and I know what you do and how you do it because I do it the same way. I send my word, and they stop. I, I pull my word back, and they go. And, and you're sent just like I'm sent. Amen? And he said, if you'll just say in a word, you don't need to go anywhere. Your words carry power. If you'll just give your word as the I am, my servant will be healed. For I am also a man set under authority, having under me soldiers. And I say unto one, go, and he goeth, and another come, and he cometh. What's he saying? He said, you're, you're, you're under command, and you're commanding. And, and, I, and I know how that works. I'm under command, and I'm commanding. And he said, I say, do, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard these things, this is the two times Brother Morse preached on both of them where, where Jesus said great faith, right? And he, and he literally said, I've not seen anything like this from anybody in Israel. No Israelite has had faith like this. Why? Why, why did he have to? Because Israelites still had all that tradition. 
They still had all that thinking that they had to get rid of. They either had to believe in Jesus and he was the Messiah or they had to believe in the law and we got to keep doing the works. These people had nothing to believe except for what they saw, right? Just like the Syrophoenician lady. She was serving some weird God. I was reading about what they served. They served some odd God there, right? But she chose not to go that route and instead go to Jesus. Good, good choice on her part, wasn't it? I've, I haven't found such great faith. In other words, I haven't found somebody who believes in who I am and who believes that I am a rewarder of those that diligently seek me in all of Israel. I haven't found anybody that will seek me the way you sought me, and I haven't found anybody that believes in my character the way you believe in my character and authority. Amen? And because he did, that servant was healed that selfsame hour. That they, that they that were sent to the house found the servant whole that had been sick. The end. Right? Why? Because the I am is the God that healeth thee. And, and when he sent his word, the I am sent his word and healed us and, 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 and saved us from all our destructions. We have a good God. We, we don't want to miss the characteristics and the qualities that he has, the, the authority that we have in that name and who we are because of that name. Right? Not because we have great faith, because we have great faith in Him. Yeah. Amen? Amen. There's, there's too much faith in faith. You know, when you say, well, I was in faith. Well, were you? Because if you were, then you're okay right now. If you weren't, you don't have to tell me you were in faith because you weren't. I've said it. I know I've, I know I've said the exact same thing. I was in faith. I just know I was in faith. And, and you know what? I just knew I could run a mile once and I figured out I couldn't <laughs> until I practiced a whole bunch. We can get in faith just like I could run a mile if I would get in faith, if I would focus my faith on the one to have faith in and I would seek the giver and quit seeking the gift. Faith, faith alone will seek the gift. Amen? Faith in Him will seek Him. Why? Because your faith's in Him. You're going to seek what your faith's in. Yeah. right? And I know when I was looking for something, I used to seek scriptures about my faith. And I, they, I just read about faith. Not about faith in God. Not Just faith. I wanted to hear about faith. And I, I, I'd seek, because what was I doing? I was seeking faith. I, I thought if I had enough faith that I could have anything. No, if I had enough faith in Him... Because when I got faith in Him, I began to seek Him with all my heart. And when I sought Him with all my heart, I began to ask the right questions, look the right way, do the right things, and things happened. Amen? But every time I've sought the wrong thing, you know, when you seek His hand instead of His face, you're looking the wrong direction. You're missing the smile and the love. This is how you read and get characteristics. You can't get any characteristics out of my hand other than I've eaten a lot. You're not going to get characteristics out of my hand. But you can, you can tell exactly who I am in my face. Amen? Especially when you start looking at God's face, because the face of God is the face of love. Amen? And that's the goodness of God. That's the good things that are happening. Go back to Hebrews 11:6, and we'll close. And read it like he said to me. Read it from, let him be the first person 
Read it like he's saying it. Says, he says, you said to me, David, without faith, it's impossible to please me. Because without faith, you can't believe this, the rest of this. For he that comes to me must believe that I am. I am what? I am faithful. I am good. I am just. I am a savior. I am a deliverer. I'm a rescuer. I am whatever you need. I am whatever you want. I am whatever you seek, whatever you ask. I am. Amen? Amen. He that that believes in me must believe that I am, and he must believe that I am a rewarder of those who look for me, those who diligently charge, press in towards me. Amen? Amen? Paul, uh, Paul wrote that I, I press towards the call of the high, the high call for the prize. What's he saying? I'm not pressing for the healing. I'm not pressing for the, I'm pressing to, I want to see Jesus. I, I want, I want to know God. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. I want to know Jesus. And, and he wrote the New Testament through the Holy Spirit. Why? Because he was seeking God. With all his heart. When we seek the I am, the I am that heals thee. If you're in here tonight and there's, if I don't care if it's this big or it's this big that you're dealing with in your body, God's a healer. He is the Lord that healeth thee. Amen? He, he, he says, I am. And then he said, what, what are you? I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am. I am the Lord that loves thee. I am. I am the faithful God. I am. I am the Almighty God. I am. I am the Good Father. I am the one who loves you. I am the one who heals you. I am the one who saved you. I am the one who keeps you. I am the one who sustains you. I am good and only good. And if you'll seek all the qualities and characteristics, you will find me and you will have all. Glory to God. He's such a good... Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. If you're in here tonight, you're believing for healing. You're believing God for healing in your body. The I am is here. He's in you. He is yours. The name above all names. The name by which all men must be saved, must be healed, must be rescued, must be delivered. That name above all names is in us, is on us, is around us. Our faith, by faith in that name. We can be sound and whole in our body, in our mind, from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. He's a good God. He's a good God. Close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. If you're believing God for healing, reach up a hand towards Him. You know what? If you're not believing God for healing, you need to be. Healing is a good thing just to have operating in your body. You don't need to, you don't need to be sick to be well. You can, you can get more wellness in you. Amen? Raise up a hand towards heaven. Towards heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pray this for me. Father God, you are my Father. You are my healer. You are the good God. You are the faithful God. You are the God that healeth me. I receive your goodness. 
your mercy. I receive life, health. I receive of your goodness. I look to you. My faith is in the I am. And I receive on that basis. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Sing that.